Welcome to the Women's Health Podcast. I'm Anthony Lowe, the Physio Detective. And I'm Marika Hart from Perisphere. Together, we interview leading authorities, and we answer questions and share our thoughts to provide the general public with the best quality information that we can find on all aspects related to women's health. Please remember that the materials and content on this podcast are intended as general information and they are for entertainment purposes only. They're not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Now sit back, grab your favourite beverage or do your thing and enjoy the show. Hey everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us again. My name's Anthony Lowe, the physio detective. Marika Hart is with us. Hi, Marika. How are you going? I'm going great. Thank you, Anthony. Awesome. Today, it's our very uh, great pleasure and honor to have Mish with us. Uh, she's a writer. She's a presenter. She's a thought leader. She's a founder and director of Mishfit, uh, personal trainer, former educator, you know, if you want a woman to be inspired by someone who kicks ass and gets it done, then Mish is the woman to follow. How are you, Mish? I am very excited to be with you two. Lots of fun, I know, that you are. <laughs> <laughs> we are so happy to have you talking to us, Mish. <laughs> we are just going to kick it straight off by... Uh, Anthony and I were talking before about how much we would love for you to tell our audience a little bit about your background, how you came to be working in the fitness industry. Cause obviously that wasn't actually, well I say obviously that wasn't your starting <laughs> profession, but that's something that you moved into later. And then you moved very much into the area of women's health and fitness. And we would love to hear your journey. Sure. Well, um, that it's, it is no joke because if you um, looked back at school and said, who is more likely to become a fitness professional? I can tell you, Marika and Anthony, that I would not have been on that list. So I am the most unfitness, you know, um, least sporty person you can ever imagine. In fact, I, I don't know if this is going to play really badly, but... I don't even follow the AFL. However... You live in Melbourne. How dare you? Suck it, blur. <laughs> I know. But I'm a Kiwi, so I'll, I'll put that up in my, in my defence. Um, so I, I started life as a primary school teacher. I've always had a real joy and love of teaching and education. And I suppose learning. I've always loved learning. And I think that still is what drives me today is this, this love of learning. Um, so I was a, a New Zealand teacher in New Zealand and I left New Zealand with my husband and we um, lived in the UK. I had my daughter and I knew I wouldn't want to, her to go to school there. And so we moved to Australia uh, because we thought it was, a, well, Melbourne, because we thought it was a beautiful mix between uh, the greenery of New Zealand, not that it was very green at the time, but, you know, it was a bit more country than London, but also had the arts of London. So, um, but unfortunately, within a year of moving to Melbourne, I, um, I, we bought a house. It happened in exactly in this order. I bought a house, I got pregnant, and my husband moved out and moved in with his girlfriend of six months. So I was in a new country with, um, <laughs> Anthony, you look surprised. You've never heard this before about me. <laughs> so, Not that part of it. So you, no. were pregnant, you were pregnant when he left. Yes. It was one of those wow. things when I really wish that he had mentioned to me sometime before that he was unhappy, but we were the least unlikely couple for this to happen. It was a real shock, I can tell you, for not only for our friends, but our collective families. And, um, but anyway, that is what happened. Um, so it was a very, very difficult time in my life. And, um, and I survived that very difficult time in my life. One with just amazing people showing kindness. And I still believe in this today that you bank into this universal bank of kindness and sometimes you make deposits and sometimes you need to make a big withdrawal and I needed to make a big withdrawal um, and and just strangers and people I didn't know very well stepped up and showed me kindness so 
I, I had my, um, my baby and I went, I, uh, I was fortunate with family help. We just bought a house. Um, they helped me with the mortgage, um, but I needed to work pretty much right away. And so I started back teaching and, uh, and just every time I did it, you know, it just, a little part of me died. I had to rush around, get the kids into, in fact, I actually put the kids into their clothes at night so that I could get them up in time to daycare to, you know, to then go to school, teach, and then go and pick them up and, um, and then come home and they're all cranky and cook. And, and it just, it, it was just a very, very difficult time. Can I just uh, say, can I say, Mish, oh my goodness, what a superstar. Yeah. I, it, it, I, I was smiling because I remember my parents doing that to me a few times as well. It's just like, oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah. you, you can remember. I don't think my kids remember. But anyway, it, it's just survival with yeah. um, in times in your life like that. So, um, however, during this time, um, I, I, you know, what, actually saved my life was getting fit and as I explained I am the least likely person you know at school when they uh, you know you choose teams of and they have the two fabulous uh, sports people you know I was the one always chosen last like I am not any sports person by any way shape or means however I used exercise for mental health um, and it really saved my life I can say that you know I, I did therapy I did all these things uh, cried a lot you know obviously all of that but exercise did save my life so when I had to go back to work um, I was finding a struggle and so I, I remember calling my mum and saying I'm going to change my career. I'm going to become a body pump instructor. <laughs> what was the reaction to that, Mish? Ah, uh, yeah, she wasn't very impressed. <laughs> First of all, she didn't know what a body pump instructor was, and she was just like, "You, you're not yeah. sporty." Well, <laughs> and, and also, I you have you a know, career. Yeah, I have a career, and and teaching's a very fine career, and you can go on and you know work with your kids. And I just said I can't do it, and so I um when my son, uh, my youngest Maxi was you know less than a year, I started my certificate three, and then you know, uh, but that obviously didn't teach me enough, and I went on to certificate four and. And etc. etc. So you know, I did actually become a body pump instructor and a personal trainer. Um, however, um, I running alongside that story was another really private and personal story. And that um, although I was fine after both my births, and I think you know I was young and fit, I had lots of really uh, positive things happening for me um, genetically and and otherwise um, when I started to I had a year I gave myself a year to really get into shape and look like a personal trainer so I pushed myself really really hard and it was during this period that I realized that I was leaking and it started off that just like a, a normal kind of panty liner would sort it out until when I was on stage, you know, teaching five or six body pump classes a week. And remember, my crutch is at everyone's eye level. I was starting to worry that they are going to see my incontinence pad. And, you know, would my incontinence pad hold it all? And I spent more time, less time worrying about the choreography and more time worrying about you know, was this really embarrassing, you know, I, I think I'm the only 34-year-old woman in the world who, who has experienced this. This is an old woman's business and, and what is it doing happening on my shores? You know, this is just not right. So it was at this point that I went to my doctor. I had a really lovely doctor and I felt very comfortable to tell her and she's sent me off to the um, Royal Women's. And I can tell you, I, I, I don't think I shared this with anybody. You know, it was just with incredible shame that I felt that this was happening to me because on the outside I looked 
I looked great. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> young divorcee, um, great body, does lots of weights at the gym. Uh, so went to see the women's health physio at the Royal Women's and I was, you know, I told her what I did and I said, you know, I, I, I'm also, I teach body pump, but I'm also a personal trainer and I specialize in working with mums. And she was so disgusted with me. She could barely talk to me, actually. It was just, honestly, her words were so dripping with um, disgust. She said to me, your pelvic floor is shot. You have got no pelvic floor muscles and you're on verge of a prolapse. And I said to her, well, what's a prolapse? And she explained to me, and I understand now why she was so annoyed with me because here I was actually, I'd exercised myself into exercise induced incontinence. I was about to um, train myself to prolapse and here I was um, motivating a whole lot of women to follow me. So I was just horrified. So the first thing I did was go home and look at my textbooks and to find out more. I mean, all I had was anatomy. I have to say, when I, when I did my certificate three and four, I was one of the oldest people training. I trained with a whole lot of teenagers who had done anatomy at school. Anatomy wasn't even taught for me, so I had to learn so much new stuff, which I absolutely love. But So I only had my textbooks, and I went to my textbooks and opened it up, and pelvic floor wasn't even on my anatomy. And there was nothing, there was nothing about unconscious. There was nothing in that education to help me. And I just felt sick. I felt sick because I felt like I had been really um, hoodwinked. Hoodwinked and I'd paid for this education. I was told that I was educated. I had the qualifications. Um, I'd done well, I'm intelligent, but here I was actively harming women. And so that started a huge learning curve for me. It started my business. It started my whole philosophy. Um, yeah, it, it has changed my life. And um, one thing you didn't mention about me is that I'm the business development manager for Curves, Australia and New Zealand. So um, every career choice I have made in my life has been about getting up and how can I change change this for women and um so you know that's that's kind of started the the, the next level so i um the first thing i did was um i created a relationship with so i understood then that i needed to learn more and um and it was just by chance i, I googled the nearest um, local women's health physiotherapist, a wonderful, wonderful woman called Jennifer Langford. She was uh, mine in Melbourne. <laughs> I know, I know. She is so lovely and she's so progressive. And I don't think I really understood that even at the time when I went on to then get, you know, a little bit of kickback. But um, she was just fabulous and she showed me real-time ultrasound, you know, and what, how I could see my pelvic floor contract. And obviously, I understand that there are limitations with real-time ultrasound. You can't see if you've got a really tight pelvic floor. However, it is a really great way to, if you're a visual learner, to see. And so I, I was already um, part of my personal training business. Mishfit was running, um, uh, you know, exercise slash education classes um i saw the potential of what i needed was kind of the eyes on the inside i needed help i didn't know what was happening for women and they sometimes didn't know what was happening for them either they often didn't have the language so i needed them to go and see jen but um women at, I mean, this is over 10 years ago. They often didn't know what a women's health physiotherapist was or they were in the same boat as me. They were just suffering in silence. So although I was talking about it in my class, I, 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 it was many years later when I started to write about it online. It was, you know, oh my goodness, what if other people recognize me? You know, it's, it, you know 
I really just aside absolutely adore women who share these stories and share about prolapse and you know like just helps everyone who is suffering in silence so um we organized a um uh, a thing where you know i would basically funnel women to to jen to have uh because i knew i could sell having a, a real-time ultrasound no uh you know digital internal. exam yeah <laughs> no internal so for those no, that are listening on the podcast mish is making some <laughs> gestures with her fingers to indicate an internal <laughs> examination <laughs> and as i explained to one of my franchisees a digital examination is pretty rudimentary <laughs> it's got nothing to do with technology <laughs> it's a it's a very funny term but anyway i knew i could sell the um the real-time ultrasound and and that just started this whole opening up of uh, what I understood as what we really need to do is work together. What we need more than anything else in this whole world is collaboration because you can be the most amazing women's health physiotherapist in the whole wide world. But if women don't know they've got a problem or see it as a problem or don't know where to go, then that's no good. And also you can be the most amazing fitness professional and have, you know, a huge following, but you can't assess and diagnose. You don't know what's going on with them. So in order to make real changes in women's lives, we need to work together. Um, and I had done that. Like I, yeah, <laughs> just for the people who are listening and not watching, uh, Marika did some fist pumps then. Um, so this business idea actually took legs and grew and it was the, it was the foundation of my franchise. That was the business model. Um, and, um, and it worked like this. I would, I would sell a franchise and I would call Jen up and say, Oh, I've, I've got a franchise and so-and-so where's, which is the physio that you would recommend? And that was the physio who was open-minded about working together and saw the, the benefit, you know, I mean, I think it's moved so much more now, but back then it was still, it was still these kind of clicky cogs that should work together. But, you know, there was so much um, miscommunication, misunderstanding about what fitness people do and, and no idea what, what um, allied health could do. And all of this is, not great for either business, you know, it's works for your business to collaborate. Um, and, and that, and that's how I worked, but I, but I really thought, Oh, what would be amazing is that if I created an event where I've created, you know, I've created all these relationships and allied health and I, I've got a, you know, lots of fitness professionals that are, um, you know, that I work with and, and who are interested in what I have to say. Imagine if I created an event that was like a little bit different. So they had opportunities to go to the person next to them. Oh, that was pretty cool. And then start a conversation, which then, started a relationship and i think marika actually i saw you do that in 2016. i you know i've got so many stories <laughs> well me, oh, talking, me talking and having drinks with just about everyone uh, that's there <laughs> but you know uh, you know if you don't have these people in your world then you might make assumptions about them I, I, I had a ball actually, Mish. So I went to the, was that 2016? It was 2016. It was 2016 at RSCV. Um, and we yep. had probably oh, at least half a dozen physios there, maybe a bit more, but a lot of fitness professionals and other people within the industry. And wow, like just such inspiring, amazing, passionate, because everyone that comes there, really has an interest in this in this field and they absolutely want to do better for women mm. and everyone had a story as yeah. to how they came to work um particularly to specialize with women and a lot of us have our own personal story as well as to mm. why you know something that happened in our history um that made us 
want to do better for other people. And yeah, I, I, I had a ball. I would encourage anyone who can get to Melbourne in November to get their, get their butt there because not only is the education fantastic, but I made a lot of lifelong friends and yeah. I, I feel like I understood better. So as a physiotherapist, sometimes I don't really, I don't, I feel like I didn't really understand maybe what some fitness professionals did, like what their day looked like, how they, what their skill set was, uh, what their, even their scope of practice was maybe as well. So having those conversations, we could just learn a little bit more about, you know, what they did. They could ask me questions like, and we, we had little conversations. Sorry, I've just sidetracked, but had no, conversations about it. communication. You know, I would, they would say, how, how do physios like to communicate? How, what's the best way for us to ask you questions or discuss a client? And we just bounced ideas. And um, yeah, I, I found it very valuable. Mm. Well, um, the Women's Health and Fitness Summit actually started five years ago with this kind of idea of like, let me just, you know, create this, you know, experience. I'm going to, I'm going to run with it. So I hired this really cheap room at Victoria University in winter. It was August. It was cold. I had a food truck. I managed to get, I managed to get, um, people find it very difficult to say no to me. Hey, Anthony, America. <laughs> but I managed to get um, uh, Taryn Brumfit from Body Image Movement to come to be our keynote. Now, she's huge now, but I've been following her, um, you know, just... Yeah, just loved her message and felt it was a really refreshing uh, message to give in the fitness industry and it was really, really missing. And then I called on some wonderful friends of mine. So I so I managed to wrangle and I'm, I'm you know, bless her. She is just as such a, um, she is as warm and as lovely as she is online and in the public persona. It's Taryn Brumfit from Body Image Movement. And then I roped in some wonderful friends of mine, Lisa Westlake, Marietta Mahani, um, and Jen Dugard and said, look, I'm thinking of running this thing. Um, you know, I just kind of did a little bit randomly and it was pretty amazing. But what what sold it to me is a woman hugged me at the end. She'd flown from Queensland. I didn't even know her, you know, like to me that was fairly random. And she gave me a hug at the end and she said, thank you so much. I found my people. I found my tribe. And I just like, oh my God, this is, is, um, you know, I, you know, and, and every time I think, oh my God, am I going to pull it off? But it is, you can bottle it. It's, you can feel it. It's, um, it has quite a magic. It's quite different from everything else. But I suppose from there, I, I, you know, I think as women, we often put ourselves in that cold, dusty, cheap room in Victoria university and think that's where we need to go. And it was just like, do you know what? I, I really, want to take it to a nice place. So since then we've been at Crown, we've been at RACV, and now I think we've found our home at the Grand Hyatt. Not only are they wonderful to deal with, but it's just beautiful and the food is beautiful. And, and you know, we should treat ourselves. We, we're the last chop people, you know, the burnt chop people. And so, you know, that's, um, and obviously the, as my event manager tells me, the price of the event does not reflect the event because, um, you know, it should be charged at more. I understand my market, so I, we try everything we can to keep the cost at, at a really affordable, affordable price for the Women's Health and Fitness Summit. And, um, and plenty of people have said to me, <laughs> and maybe including Anthony, that I need to maybe down, downgrade and, and, and not have such a grand place. But you say that, but when you're there on the weekend and it's beautiful around you, you know, it's, I reckon it's worth it. I don't remember saying that, but. That guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm flying over from Perth. I'm, I'm okay with a bit of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story. 
Well, and, and that takes us up to the Women's Health and Fitness Summit, which is what you created to get health professionals and fitness professionals to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, the, the audience that we've got is um, for, for the public. So, mm. you know, thank you very much for sharing your story. We, 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 we love the stories because it helps people understand that so many of us have our own story and our own journey and you know to see what you've done from your own story like i mean from from your marriage situation into health into fitness professional into finding out about women's health and how that impacts you and all your clients into working together with people that's fantastic um and you know it's it's great i i've been at the last three, right? Last mm. three yeah. Women's Health and Fitness yeah. Summits. Um, and I can't, I can't make it this year. Otherwise, I'll be away from home for about seven weeks. Um, but this Tre- year... Treasure tre- your marriage. Yes. Yes, and my family. I'd like to see my yes. family at some yeah. stage. Um, at at um, This year, you've got something different for the public. So, you know... Tell us a bit about that. Well, um, so it was really funny. I was talking to, I I don't know if you know Marietta Mahani. She's just a fantastic presenter and um, a very, very dear friend of mine. And I said to her, you know, it sounded like a good idea, like adding the public, but it's been massive. Oh, my goodness. I do actually have a full-time job run the summit and then we have another event that is running inside another event, which sounds simple, but it's, there's been a lot of moving parts to it. But uh, the motivation, the motivation to it is that, um, okay, so I love going to women's events. I love going to women's health events, just anything. Um, And I noticed there's a real difference. So at one end, you've got the, the education, uh, the education where it, um, you know, has really great uh, research and data uh, and, and that end. And then the other end where it's all scented candles and, um, you know, touchy-feely, yeah, 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 um, Anthony doing some jazz hands. Um, that was my and- massage hands. <laughs> yeah. These are more my woo hands. <laughs> yeah, woo hands. And, you know, both of those extremes have got incredible benefits to them but there's very little that is in the middle so we had a um we we had the idea that we wanted to invite the public so we uh we had actually had a, a um a focus group i invited a whole whole bunch of women uh and um gave them some wine and cheese and and asked them some questions and um, it was really interesting. So I don't know. Maybe some of the listeners can um, can relate to this. They the, the findings that came out was that they had lots and lots of information out there, but they didn't know what was what. So there was, you know, they were information overload and couldn't couldn't sift through it because it all seemed contradictory. Um, and then the other really main thing was that um, younger women, so women in their teens and 20s and possibly early 30s, um, were really inspired by Instagram models or uh, what we call influencers. But women who were mid-30s, moving up 40s and beyond, um, they didn't relate to those influences and they didn't have any influences and they felt very left out, even though they were on those platforms, they were looking, they didn't appeal. And so, you know, they felt that they, they were having trouble getting valid information from, from uh, great, you know, like valid res- uh, um, sources. Um, and then the other thing that came out as well was that they, loved the idea of spoiling themselves, but didn't know um, where to go or who to trust. 
And so they were happy to have a smaller version of a pampering from a trusted source. So, um, so all of that has uh, definitely influenced um, how I've crafted the offering to the public. So it's, it, we share the venue of, um, of the Grand Hyatt, Melbourne, there's beautiful food. Beautiful food is always going to be my language of love, uh, <laughs> my love language. Um, so that's an absolute must. Um, and, and then have um, information that is not only resource, uh, you know, like evidence-based and intelligent and not kind of this is the fad trend of, of today, but it's not presented by someone standing at a lectern. As you know, from both being presenters, I say you can't, you must understand that you can't read from a PowerPoint or stand behind a lectern to present at my event. If you want education messages to be received, then you have to be a great deliverer of education. I often believe that people think that the people in the audience are like empty cups. And so they must stuff in as much as they can stuff in that cup until that cup is overflowing and they walk out and they're like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. But what do you want people to know? And usually that's maybe just two or three um, really key messages. And if they're delivered with wit, with movement, with, I don't know, originality, using all different senses, then people are going to learn. And what do you really want people to do? to learn basically and any presenter if you ask them you know if they're not the ego is not too big it it is for the key messages for the audience you know easily digestible taken home and impacted on their life and change their life to make positive impacts on their life yeah. you know etc etc impact et was the word that i was thinking of yeah as a presenter i want to have an impact yeah and, you, and it can't happen if your presenting style is dreadful. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, the people who know a lot often aren't great presenters. So I can tell you that the people that, I, uh, that, that get to present at the Women's Health and Fitness Summit, it's not by chance that they're all amazing. You know, they are all amazing because they get Engaging, that. right? Yeah, well, Engaging. we expect to be entertained now, I think, you know, and so, so I like to take a little bit of like evidence-based and woo-woo and come up with a day for women by women. There you go. <laughs> We're going to call it Evie-woo. Evie-woo. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Evie-woo. Evie We've got it. <laughs> Evidence-woo. Evie-woo. Evie-woo. No. Evie Mish, just give us an idea of what are what are some of the um, topics that mm. the that the public are going to hear at the summit. What are they going to learn? Mm. Okay, well, I've kind of so the whole thing is that you can choose to have one day or two days. So um, it's it's ninety nine dollars for a day. You arrive after lunch. You can have um, you know it's the education and it's afternoon tea. But um, so so in order to it was very difficult to choose from amazing presenters that put themselves forward. But uh, I thought it would be easier to kind of put it together to um, perimont, menopause, menopause women to um, maybe postnatal, pregnant postnatal women, you know, kind of. But of course, both are interchangeable because they're, they're both going to be interesting so on the saturday we have um wendy sweet uh are you familiar with wendy sweet's work no she's a kiwi she's amazing so she did her 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 roots begin right at the start of um making les mills into les mills so um she's been in the fitness industry for a very long time 
as a registered nurse and fitness on the side. And then she's done her PhD in active aging. And, um, and I belong to her group. So that's the other thing. I've never put a presenter in that I don't, you know, really 100% endorse. Um, her education around working with menopause is uplifting and just positive and uh, incremental changes that are manageable. Yeah, her work is fantastic. So um, Wendy will be presenting on Saturday for both the public and the professional. She's got a I'm, I'm actually, you know, personally very interested in this as someone who's in their in their forties and heading towards the yeah. I mean, I think I think so many of us actually just want to make be a better. plan. Yeah, be better equipped. Yeah, yeah. And I know speaking to Michelle Lyons recently when she came to Perth, she's talking about like almost stocking up and getting that nutrition and um, sleep quality and mental health and fitness like activity levels and all, all of these things in order to have a better menopause. And it sounds like Wendy will be covering a lot of that as well. Oh, she's a, I'm so she's excited a, to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> she's a really great presenter. Um, and, and yeah, turning it into a positive, something to be embraced, owning it, you know, owning it rather than it being this kind of, yeah, shameful thing that we don't talk about. So, um, and then we have some other sessions um, around, I love this, mindset for weight loss. Everyone loves weight loss uh, on a timetable, um, but what if it has got nothing to do with the food you eat, but more about the messages that you tell yourself? I know, we all want to like a quick fix, don't we? <laughs> But, um, but maybe we need to challenge, you know, our thoughts around the diet culture and all, all of that. So um, I'm loving that. Um, uh, and there's some other things as well, but we're finishing off on um, Saturday with um, a dance around the world. We have African dancing Pacific Island dancing, Bollywood dancing, and 1980s awesome. size. <laughs> I know. I know. Anthony, and you're missing out, dude. Apparently, I'm missing out. <laughs> now, have you got moves? I've never seen you dance. Are you shaking his hand? The best thing is, is that you get to go to a conference wearing, like, active wear like you don't have to you can wear really comfortable stuff and you can so do as little <laughs> but you know you know that whole kind of thing what shall i wear to a conference um you can be totally comfortable and um and and do as little or as much as you want now if if dancing kind of freaks you out a little bit then there is a trade show and we're going to have cooking and um styling and um, Curves is going to be set up. And so there's going to be lots happening as well if you really don't want to participate. However, I think that would be a crime um, <laughs> because we learn, we learn by movement. So imagine getting great quality education and then allowing it to really soak into us by, you know, shaking our booties. But you know, and, and there'll be something for everyone there. Um, so that's Sunday. Oh, and there's optional drinks. So if you want to um, hang out with your trainer, um, you can also choose to hang out and join in the drinks afterwards. Uh, and on Sunday, um, I'm really looking forward to this. You guys know Amy Dawes. You've heard her present. Her story is amazing. Oh, you haven't, Marika? Anthony has. Um, her story is around creating ABTA, Australasian Birth Trauma Association. Um, it's one of those stories that, um, you know, it, it puts you in a different place and makes you think differently. But, but what she's gone on to do with her life and what she's done, setting up a whole... Um, organization to support women through birth trauma just she's just amazing 
Um, and yeah, we've got some other special stuff around there. I'm not, you know me, I don't give everything away. Do you remember that? <laughs> There's always an element of surprise. No one remembers everything. Do you remember the toilet paper underneath the chairs at the, at the, at the fine, at the closing ceremony and, um, and the one you went to Marika anyway. So I don't tell everything about what's going to happen. Um, and, and then from there we have, oh, Annie is doing one on um, working with your period. So understanding the phases of your menstrual cycle in order to get the best out of your activity, your work life, you know, your home life, understanding, which I just, I just love that idea. Um, and then we finish off, there's a few other things there, but you can go and look at them up, but we finish off with, um, so I told you, woo-woo meets evidence-based. So stick with me here. <laughs> we, we finish off with um, Life Art. Life Art um, is run by Kate Sadler and Andrea Gaze. And they, um, move, they put together movement and singing. That's not so, woo. <laughs> So it well, sounds like our talk with Susan Clinton a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about <laughs> using voice and intra-abdominal pressure and all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. So their whole thing is everyone can, everyone who, who can talk can sing, um, everyone who's got a body can move. And, um, and this is going to be really, really special. It's going to, and so this is going to be the closing for the whole event this year. And, right. it, and you're going to mix the public and the professionals for this, are you? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, come together. It's going to be magic. Yeah. Mish, Mish, I'm noticing a bit of a theme with you, and this is a good thing. Sorry. <laughs> so you're crazy. For you, <laughs> I know, totally crazy. <laughs> so I was just going to say that obviously for you, movement and fun and joy, positivity all come together, right? How do you think people need to maybe? reframe exercise and look at it in a different way because i feel like excuse me i'm going to cough I, I feel like a lot of people still think about exercise as being this thing that you need to punish yourself with and it's like i had a chocolate bar therefore i gotta go run 5ks and um it's and, and obviously you kind of didn't you weren't particularly sporty when you were younger and you found love of exercise and you found joy in exercise have you got mm. any tips the general public about how maybe the mindset can change when it comes to activity yeah i think um do you know allow allow yourself to be curious allow yourself to be curious about what it could possibly be doesn't always have to be and this is I suppose my kickback to the fitness industry because I, I really started this event be, um, because everything I wanted to know about was missing from every fitness conference that I went to it was all about pushing that exactly what you're saying pushing this unrealistic it's just an untruth that punishing yourself with exercise will get you results. It will get you results, but I'm not sure that they are the results that you want to get. So, um, you know, and I, I kept, I, you know, spending nearly $2,000 pouring over all these hundreds of options and there was very little for me to choose from, both as a, as a businesswoman, really annoyed me, um, and certainly as uh, a fitness professional working with women. And when I say working with women, there is not, there are very few fitness professionals who just work with men. Yep. So you don't need to specialize and I'm doing air quotes here, specialize in working with women or be a woman to go to the women's health and fitness summit, yep. you know, Actually, you, you just need to understand. Do you remember I told you about my textbooks? My textbooks had women's health, women's anatomy missing. The education I learnt had women's health and our bodies missing. So 
you know, I think when you understand that our fundamental education is flawed and non-inclusive, then you can start to understand um, why you need to question the person standing in front of you telling you what to do in the fitness industry. What, so what you're really saying is grab your trainer, grab your health professional and tell them to come to the summit and you're going to start off together. You're going to go off on the public stream or the professional stream. You're going to come back together. Yeah. I, I really do love, I really do love what, uh, what you've done and, and trying to get health and fitness professionals to come together and, and I definitely do love the positive message. I, I really don't like the whole selling fear thing. I did a cranky pants video that I'm going to post up later tonight. Oh man, somebody wrote, somebody, a patient of mine had inquired about a certain type of therapy or, or um, exercise type of regime and without an assessment was told that everything that she's doing is making her prolapse worse and to stop it and that she had to go and see her because she's going to be the one like, Oh my God, you know, mm. has a women's health professional, a physio has a, has a me as a physio. And that doesn't mean that I'm good. It just means that be a bit professional and ask mm. more questions. Don't tell people what to do. Rawr. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Got I got myself um, going, but I love how, your positive message and you know your ability to to work with people even if you don't 100% agree with everything that they do you you can see the positive and and work with them and to be honest i think that i've learned how to do that from being associated with you just by having you as as a friend you know and watching how you deal with these situations it's like oh okay i think i can learn something in that and, um, and you know, you've known me for years now. Hopefully you've seen a little bit of evolution somewhere along the line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to, I, I'm, I missed part of my story. When I saw the women's health physio, um, her advice to me, I told you she was cross with me, but her advice to me was I had to stop what I was doing. Oh, you and know how I feel about that, right? <laughs> Well, I, I didn't tell her my husband's left. I exercise to keep myself alive. It's not about what I look like. It's more about how I can manage my day with two young kids and everything that's on my plate. And she said to me, you have to stop what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to have to have surgery. And I'm horrified at that. And my thing was, I can't have surgery. And it did kick me into this whole thing of like, I've got to learn more. But, you know, one thing that I've absolutely loved with meeting you and, you know, just this, uh, the, the physios who are attracted about coming to the summit as well. What we all have in common is the ability to say, yes, we can do stuff. Let's find how we can do it. Let's empower you to do what you want to do. Telling someone they can't do something, well, you know, for me, if I had listened to her, I, I don't know where I would be today because I needed to move. That's what I needed to do. It kept me positive. It kept me sane. It kept me alive. So we need to find a way where we can instill hope to what people want to do and, you know, and... And I've learned so much from you, Anthony and Marika. And I think that's why we, you know, we all have bonded because it is about what, what can we do together? None of us can do it by ourselves. That topic that you've just been talking about, Mish, the reason I'm smiling and nodding a lot is that that's obviously a lot of what I'll be talking about um, in my yes. the Women's Health and Fitness Summit. So I'll be talking about pelvic organ prolapse in particular. But I'll be outlining some of the, um, uh, from a communication perspective too, what people hear when they see their physiotherapist, what messages they get from that, how it affects them in terms of their self-esteem and their quality of life. 
and through some of the surveys that I've done with women in pelvic organ prolapse, it is absolutely devastating. Yeah. Some of the messages that these women receive. And I think we need to do a lot better. Um, mm. We as health and fitness professionals, and I'm going to talk a lot about how we can make that difference because I think it's a difference between creating hope and potential devastation, to be honest. It's, um, so, so, you know, we talk about fitness professionals needing to come along to the Women's Health and Fitness Summit. It would be just such an amazing thing if half the audience was allied health or Absolutely. women's health physios, because I, I think it's easy to beat up on the fitness um, community. Um, and, you know, I, I've always believed, you know, we both have a, a role, good or bad. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if this person who wrote that email that I just got triggered over was a health professional or a fitness professional. It didn't really matter to me. Because yeah. I've heard it from both a health or a fitness professional, you know, like, mm. stop telling people they can't. Or yeah, even before that's an right. assessment. Before an assessment. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So, Marika, um, you know we have Molly Goldbreath coming over for our keynote. Her first time, I know, hashtag girl crush. <laughs> She's a tall girl too. Uh, Love it. She can windmill like a 30 kilo kid. I know. I saw that. I saw that. Anyway, so I thought maybe for the people who don't know who Molly is, maybe you could... Oh, have you talked about her before on your... We yes. actually had her really? on. Oh, my goodness. She's the episode before this one. Yeah. Oh, I need to go back. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just I don't, it's like her. your. It's like you're, I don't know, organising a couple of summits, conferences. Working full-time. Working full-time. You know, <laughs> who knows why yeah. she hasn't listened to our well, podcast the, on that yet. For those who don't know Molly, she's, she's the um, co-founder of Girls Gone Strong, uh, an in incredible woman and Molly, uh, Mish and I, yeah, we both have a girl crush on Molly because she's just pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah. if you want to go back and have a listen to that and she's going to be doing a keynotes, uh, she's going to be doing the keynote speech at the Women's yeah. Health. For the professionals. For the professionals. Yeah, but she'll also be hanging around. You yeah. know. You won't this, miss her. This is, but this she's is six foot tall, isn't she? She's tall. Yeah. But, exactly how tall she is. But this is I'm the, sure the wonderful thing. Um, about the Women's Health and Fitness Summit that I've heard from lots of people. Um, so loads of presenters have told me they, and look, I've had so many presenters from around the world come over the, over the years. Um, and, and they say they, they often present and then go back to their hotel room. No one ever goes back to their hotel room. They are in, they are, you know, part of it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, Molly is amazing. And do you know, um, Molly's amazing for a number of reasons, but the thing that I stands out for me the most about Molly is we completely are on the same page when it comes to collaboration. Oh, Absolutely. There is not someone, you know, more or we should be competitive or I own this information and you can't have it. You know, it is this let's work together for a better place. Let's move women's health into a better place. Let's move it into the spotlight. Let's, yep. and the only way we can do it is by working together. Everything I've done is, is you know, is all about that collaboration. I'm very, very strong believer. And and so is Molly. She mm. absolutely embodies it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. do we. Um, we love yes. It. Yeah, exactly. And we'll often, I'm sure you do too, Anthony, is um, we, we'll often get emails from people saying, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Oh, so-and-so is coming to town. She's fantastic. I can't help you, but they'll be able to help you. Or yeah. this course is really good. And this, you know, we, at the end of the day, there are 7 billion people on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> we have what 25 million or something yep, in Australia. In Australia. Yep. There is a there's a there's work for all of us and we can yeah. all help so many women by working together. Well the problem way. is Absolutely. is that if every single woman actually <laughs> got the help that they they needed we don't have enough professionals to help them. I know. So we and have to rethink scary. the paradigm. We have to rethink the paradigm and it's always going to come back to um, more education for the fitness professionals, 
more education, different education for allied health professionals and then uh, collaboration and ways to work together. Oh, and um, definitely taking out the passive approach for the client where somebody needs to fix me. I live in a patriarchy where this doctor is going to tell me what happens. I live in a matriarchy where this woman is going to tell me what I can and can't do. Like, I, my message is always to empower women. Like, take control of your health, get the best information you can, and then choose your team, you know? Like, yeah. pick your team as best you can that suits you and definitely choose a positive team. You don't want to choose the negative Nancy's, my goodness. No, um, so it looks like you need everyone needs to come to either, <laughs> everyone needs to come to the Women's Health and Fitness Summit or the public event, which is called A Day for Women by Women. Um, I did find it funny that the videographer who made the little um, video about A Day for Women by Women has got Anthony in it. So <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> So, um, well, there's, yeah. a, there's a few things I have to tell you, Bish, now that we're confessing. <laughs> Angie's got a great backstory. Um, <laughs> Mish, before, before we finish up our, our talk tonight, because I think we could probably... Um, we could chat all night. All I know, I know. It's very late for you there. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how people can enter a competition to oh, maybe yes. win a day pass ticket. yeah oh, nice. so tell us about the Willy Wonka golden ticket <laughs> okay so uh, so you might have to put in the show notes as well it'll to definitely make be it, in the show notes to make it very easy for you to click on a link but basically um, if you are a public person wanting a free ticket to either Saturday or Sunday and you know both will be amazing both will certainly be amazing. Um, you don't have to limit yourself to one day. Uh, you need to go to the Facebook event for a day for women by women. You need to um, tag a friend. Three things you need to do. Well, four things. Once you get to the page, you need to tag a friend. You need to hashtag Okay, a day for women by women. A D F W B W eighteen. Yeah, good. Thanks, Anthony. You see why we need show notes, um, and also a special hashtag which is W H podcast for women's health podcast. Um, so hashtag W H P O D C A S T. Yeah. So you need to have those three things so that we can, we know that you're from the podcast so that we can choose a, from that randomly, um, uh, a free ticket. So just a couple of T's and C's around that, uh, it doesn't cover flights and accommodation. And if you have already purchased a ticket and win it, then you will be refunded for it. Um, and it's yeah for one day, but you're, you're welcome to purchase a second day. But if you are a health professional and wanting to come along to the Women's Health and Fitness Summit, we have uh, a bit of a giveaway for you as well. So what you need to do is go to the, so this is not the Facebook page, this has to be the events. You need, might, if you don't want to look at the show notes, you have to go to the events page on Facebook and Google uh, Women's Health and Fitness Summit 18. There's a few there. So um, and then you need to tag a friend, hashtag WHFS18, see the theme there. And then hashtag is? WH podcast. That's us. That's, yeah. Um, and we will choose, um, so that will be a single day, which you can either choose a Saturday or a Sunday. So that's valued at um, $330. Um, for the professional and for the public, $99. So just, just to recap, because a lot of people have been confused, this event happens at the same time, the same place. Um, and if you are confused about the timetable, our theme is orange and pink. Uh, the professional, everything to do with the professional has a pink butterfly, uh, pink, it, it has that pink theme and the professional has more of the orange theme. So you'll see that they look similar, same, same, but different. 
Um, yeah, so a couple so, of T's, T's and C's with the professional one as well. Um, we don't cover flights and accommodation. Uh, if you purchase your ticket um, and when, you get a refund um, and it's just for one day, but you're welcome to purchase for the other day. Awesome. So what you're saying is make sure that as a listener, you come to a day for women by women. So go to the event link, tag a friend and say, hey, we should go to this. Do the hashtag ADFWBW18, hashtag WH podcast, Women's Health Podcast, and be in the running to win a free ticket, which is worth $99. And then grab your fitness trainer, grab your physio and tell them about the summit so that you guys can turn up together, do your thing finish the day together, have a great time at night and mix have with professionals. Have a glass of wine and a bit of a boogie. I'm yeah. looking forward to some Bollywood dancing. You can Bollywood uh, dance with your physio. I think that'd be fun. Oh, it's all going to be fun. It's all going to be fun. <laughs> um, so uh, just on a final note, I have to tell you the last chapter of my story. Mm. I have my baby who I was pregnant with when my first husband uh, let me down somewhat, um, is now 16 and six foot three. He's enormous and the most loving boy and still says, I love you, mum." most days. Uh, so hashtag winning. Um, and I you got have, more than a grunt. I got more than a grunt. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's perfect, but I'm, I'm taking my wins. Um, and I have, uh, 10 years ago, I met the most amazing man. I remarried, inherited another couple of kids. You guys have met Mark. Um, yeah, I, um, I feel very, uh, you know, blessed sounds it's just so worn out, but um, Never. yeah. Never. <laughs> I, can, I can use the footy analogy here for you, Mish, and say you kicked a goal. <laughs> or I could use a rugby one and say you kicked a conversion. You're right. Uh, well, yeah, I I, I, score, like... I scored big time. That's what I'd like to say. Um, yeah, so uh, you have to, you know, tough times come for all of us at different times, but, you know, uh, it makes us really appreciate the good times. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mish. Um, I'll make sure that that gets up on the show notes and I'll be sure to make sure that the website details are there so that um, so that people can go to a day for women by women. Uh, they can find out more about it. Um, they can tell their health and fitness professionals about it. Um, we're going to get people that are going to ask about it um, because we have an international audience. Um, is there, like I know in the past, you've had talks that you could that you could uh, get because they were filmed? Mm. Do we, um, what have we got yeah. going on for people? I haven't organised anything, Anthony. Um, for this so year. I, I think that sometimes um, you just got to be in the moment. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I'll just buy it. But actually, do you know, it, it's not just about the education. It's oh, about no, the... It's so much more. But these it's people about, are overseas, they're, they're stuck in somewhere and they can't come out for the week. I know, I know. Even and though what, it would be awesome for them to come out for the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they need to do that so they can give me a hug and whisper in my ear, I found my tribe, That's you know, it. I found my peeps. Maybe peeps. you can take it on the road, Mish, and... Um... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's just, let's just. <laughs> Every yeah. year she says, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this next year. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people need to remember, uh, there's not a big company, like a big kind of, you know, it's, it's me with an idea roping in a whole lot of people and people do amazing stuff for me because <laughs> uh, they believe in it too, you know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's why it's been great to have you on here. I'll make sure all the information gets up for you. And it's been fantastic. Always an inspiration. And, you know, you're always fantastic on social media, um, <laughs> interacting with people. So, um, thank you, Mish. Thank yeah, you for all that you. you do. Thank you for all that you do for all of us. Oh, uh, likewise. Yeah. 
Okay, I will awesome. see you, Marika, at the summit. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll and see Anthony, me. Yeah, I you will. It happens. <laughs> you had you had to miss. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to be skinnier, not just so that people can miss me. You know, like. <laughs> Okay, you might need to come along to the to the to our session. But anyway, okay. Um, thank Sounds you so good. much. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. Please be sure to hit like if you enjoyed this episode and leave any comments or questions below because we'd really love to hear from you. If you haven't already hit subscribe, please do so now so that you can be kept notified of when we release a new episode. Otherwise, thank you for listening and we look forward to having you back with us for another episode of the Women's Health Podcast.